0: Welcome to the Golf Industry Podcast, where it's all about sparking conversation around technology as it applies to the golf industry. Today's episode is brought to you by Chrono golf, an innovative, powerful, and affordable club management solution. Quickly and easily bring your club up to speed with their unique technology designed to ensure your club has the best tools to succeed in today's market. Visit pro.chronogolf.com slash demo to start your free trial today. Well, welcome everybody. I have a very exciting podcast uh, here today, and it's actually being uh, broadcast from the Golf Channel's uh, headquarters down in Orlando. And uh, sitting to my right is uh, Will MacIntosh, and sitting to my left is uh, uh, Mike Hendricks. So maybe before I jump into it and, and talk about what uh, all, the, all the great things we're going to dive into, uh, maybe Mike and uh, um, you guys can give yourself just a quick introduction.
1: Sure. This is uh, so. This is Will speaking. I am the executive vice president of Golf Channel, uh, overseeing strategy and a number of our what I would just say are non television businesses. Uh, the most successful uh, of which is Golf Now. And um, happy to be here with you today, Matt. Right, uh, I really appreciate the invite. Well, thanks for having me down,
2: and hey, Mike. So this is Mike, uh, welcome to Orlando, uh, it's good to, good to host you guys. I oversee our business services unit and that's specific to the Golf Now business and so what that is, is things like what we refer to as Golf Now Plus and Answers and Ride, Ride's our group purchasing program, Plus is our uh, you know, marketing and, and inventory management uh, program. Answers is a, a white label telephone reservation center, so lots of different uh, bolt-ons, if you will, mm-hmm. to to the core golf now business.
0: And some of why the reason why we're down here today is we're talking about how some of you know the Chrono Golf customers can, again, with our approach of leveraging best of breed, is to you know work with some of the other products and services that that we have and, and what you guys have. So uh, we're really looking forward to that, the partnership. So I've got a couple of just general questions and we'll see kind of where it goes. But um, really, you know, how do you see technology today? Not maybe before, but today with, with the evolution of the cloud, um, really helping golf courses connect to golfers via distribution channels?
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll start. And Mike, you can feel free to, to jump in whenever you see fit. Um, I, you know, I think we've seen a lot of progress made over the last few years. If you just think about your, the story of Chrono Golf as one example, uh, some of the products and services that we've created within Golf Now and, and a small handful of other companies, just seeing a real investment in, in developing new and innovative technology for our golf course partners. So I think that is a positive. I think we've got a lot more work to do to uh, help our partners operationalize this technology in a way where it actually transforms the customer service experience, which is, which is what I'm most excited about. How do we, how do we help our, our golf course partners uh, make uh, playing golf at their facilities differentiated better uh, and, and something that a, a golfer wants to come back for to do multiple times. Mm-hmm. And and
2: I, I would say I'll give you just a brief story. Uh, I was at Nashboro Golf Course in, in Nashville, Tennessee uh, recently, <laughs> and uh, we were out on the golf course and we were talking with golfers. Literally, the first two golfers we spoke to, I uh, said, hello, and introduced myself. said, uh, have you guys ever played here before? No, we're from out of town. I said, oh, it's interesting. I said, how did you book your tee time? Well, we booked it on Golf Now. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think when we talk about technology, we maybe kind of forget about discovery. the the, it's amazing the technology that's developed uh recently and how it helps more golfers discover more golfers uh golf courses and then obviously uh get out and play so sometimes i like to wave the flag and say don't forget about that you know that's core to to really what we do and, and i think it's a big piece of the value that we deliver
0: you know I think one of the things that I've seen is the evolution of of, you know our our technology systems over the years is providing them with data to tell them you know what like you're not booked Mm -hmm. or these are the times when you should leverage distribution um and I I think that that's been part of our job is to educate the golf course operators and, and and show them that data and how that works and you know we're bringing new golfers that are x number of days out in advance and um and and these are new golfers you know that are playing your golf course so I think I've seen a a big turn in in really how technology has provided that data to the golf course. And and
2: the technology, though, too, certainly affords the opportunity for a much more specific pricing plan. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, as we're able to uh, share with so many different operators, frankly, the concept of day parts and how day parts can be managed differently and whatnot, uh, obviously could never do that without technology. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? changing the pepsi board that we <laughs> that we used to see in so many different golf courses 15 or 20 years ago can you imagine being on the ladder constantly and changing the prices back? yeah yeah wouldn't happen
0: yeah
2: uh and so and so thank goodness for technology and it lets us to take advantage of all that stuff
0: so yes you know same question but for golf courses connecting to golfers now i mean we're both you know in the business of providing technology for the golf course and and how how is that you know changing and, and so that we're helping golf courses, you know, connect to their golfers.
1: I, I go back to uh, utilizing the technology that our collective companies are providing to our partners to help them, you know, what I had to say, reduce friction in terms of the experience the consumer has when they get to uh, their facility from uh, the way they pay uh, the way they're acknowledged or the data that's understood about the consumer before they even arrive at the facility and, and then therefore how they're treated you know, when they're there, uh, how quickly they can check in and get out and play golf, mm-hmm. how they're able to order uh, food and beverage products while they're on the course, and then and then, proactively reaching out after the fact and getting that person to really talk about their experience. I mean, those are all things that yeah. really technology has enabled just in the last few years. That's right. The, the, and the last point that
2: Will touches on there, golfer communication, whether it's proactive communication to inspire a reservation or if call it maintenance communication to, yeah. to follow up, uh, can you imagine... Uh, what a world would look like today if we pick
0: up the phone and call them. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You
2: know, it just, it just, it just seems uh, crazy to think about it today. So now what becomes really important is then, well, who has the expertise to use the technology, you know, at its highest level and that becomes really, really
0: important. Well, I think that kind of segues into my next question is, you know, golf now is offering a level of service to help, Golf courses manage and, and use those tools. Yeah. To so communicate.
2: So we have a service uh, that we call Golf Now Plus, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I you know I love to share the story of Plus with everybody. Plus began by listening to clients, and clients saying things to us like, you know this this dynamic pricing thing you're talking to me about, Mike. I, I actually I understand it. I I, I kind of believe it, but but I there's no way I can implement it. Uh, I'm too busy uh, right now. And I can remember, you know, years ago coming uh, to the office in Orlando, and I would say over and over, I think that there's something here. I think that I think that people need some help. And we got to find a way to carve out a a, a business to help them. And so as we sit here today, uh, plus does that for over a 1000 golf courses, we help them communicate with their golfers. And I, I, one of the key words here is proactive. We don't, you know, tap the operator on the shoulder and say, Hey, would you like me to send an email for you? We've kind of addressed all that in the initial onboarding and and sharing with them what Plus is. the way plus delivers a ton of their value is to not tap you on your shoulder and bother you that we know how to do this. We will proactively communicate with your golfers on your behalf. And this is always really important to share. It's white label. No one knows that it's golf now doing that, right? We're just doing it for for our clients to help them. Uh, And so, you know, proactively communicate with golfers, um, intelligently adjust rates. uh, That's really what plus is. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really love delivering that service as many golf courses as we can.
0: I mean, I've talked over the years just about the service side of where technology vendors are heading, and and I think you've you've nailed it there, especially on dynamic pricing. I've been part of groups where I've had 15 golf courses, you know, in a region all go online for dynamic pricing, and six months later, none of them are using it, you know, and, and, you know, we can't solve all of their time issues, but definitely we can help and and uh, you know and, and provide our expertise yep. and, and take it, what we've learned from other golf courses and apply it. So. You know what's
2: key to yeah. that, Matt, is is thinking about those fifteen golf courses. It's it, they didn't fail. It, it's a reality of how mm-hmm. they operate their business. They they had good intentions, and it's super important that everybody in our industry understands that. They wanted to adopt the, the dynamic pricing. They wanted to grow their business, yeah. but they are so strapped for time that mm-hmm. that just becomes really difficult to do. Yeah. So I always try to remind everybody, hey, 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 give that person a pass. They were headed down the right road. They had great intentions. Yeah. You just got to find a way to help them kind of get yeah. over that hump.
0: And give them some guidance, better guidance than them rather than just saying here, set it and forget it, you know, you need to provide that guidance. So awesome. Well, let, let's just talk about the trends and, and what golf now is seeing, you know, we've, you know, Corona golf, we were just, you know, did a, an article on millennials that got a lot of great interest out there. And, and really curious to see what is golf now kind of seeing out there from a trend standpoint, from its consumers, from the golfer side and booking. And, and uh, are, you, are you seeing any different demands to, you know, play by the hole or book nine holes or, Anything?
1: I think I would just say what we're, we're trying to do is work with our partners to uh, capitalize on what I think we all can acknowledge is a growing trend towards being pulled in a bunch of different directions and having a lot of demand on your time, whether that's professionally or personally from a leisure activity standpoint. And I, I always point to something very simple, which we I, we obviously didn't invent the concept of a nine hole round of golf but back in 2009 2010 when it was almost like this unspoken thing that existed at a golf course if you really asked them if they had a nine hole round they would begrudgingly allow yeah. you as a consumer to yeah. book one you know what we did is we went out with our partners and and got them to embrace it and also with data proof to them that it did not erode their, their 18 hole revenue. And Mm -hmm. so now you fast forward to today and Mike, how many golf courses do we have on golf now that are providing nine hole inventory? Well
2: well over 2000 golf courses, uh, providing nine hole inventory. And, and, uh, you know, we, we actually have a pricing plan. Uh, it's not just, it's not half there. You pay a little bit of a premium actually. Uh, but it's, it's, it works out, you know, incredibly well. And I think uh, to Will's point in 2009, when we started doing that, I'm, I'm happy to see more uh, big players in the industry have adopted the idea and, mm-hmm. and more people are now talking about that. Yeah. yeah. And
1: I just, so, so you think about just that one example, then, you know, what, what we would do is, and we've done it in certain cases now, continue to work with the golf uh, course partner to help them package up the inventory in a variety of ways that might be paid by the hole. that might be a six, six hole round of golf. Uh, it could be a variety of different things. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I think we, you know, in our DNA, when you ask kind of where we're going, you know, we love golf. Golf channel, you know, our our parent company, so to speak, you know, every day everybody that works here is focused on connecting the world to golf. Or really connecting people to their passion. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in this case, it happens to be golf. And going back to two thousand and three from a golf now standpoint, you know, back when it was created by its original founders. You know, there's been this commitment to, to try to work with golf course partners to help them grow the game. Uh, that could be growing and running their businesses every day. That could be enabling golfers to discover and book a tee time at, at their particular facility. Ultimately, you know, our heritage is one of connection. You know, it, we're connecting golfers, golf courses, and then really the entire industry. You think about our partnership uh, that's what it's about. It's about connecting uh, our two technology platforms to make it easier for the, for the golf course uh, partner to, to work with both of us. Tea times were really just the start for us. Um, we're growing globally like never before, either in partnership with, with companies like Chrono Golf or on our own. And um, you know, we feel like us and a handful of others, uh, such as yourselves, are leading the, conversa- leading the conversation in technology and golf course operations with new products and services. And so, you know, we we focused on uh, you know, we talk a lot about golf now and and what that business is, but we're we are, you know, we're really trying to become a platform whereby uh, golfers can interact with us in a variety of ways to find really anything that they're looking for to to connect with their passion.
0: Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, what about from from a golf course perspective are you seeing any you know changes or you know demands by golf courses that you know golf now is having to to adapt to as far as you know i know we everyone wants to talk about barter or commission or however that goes but you know are you seeing any of those you know i guess is golf now making any changes in regards to that
2: well we we certainly for a couple of years now have offered multiple compensation models mm-hmm. uh, th- to work with golf now. Certainly the, the majority of our customers choose trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's... The same and, with Chrono Golf. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Chrono Golf is, uh, is in the same, the same boat. It, it, it's been interesting to us to, to watch um, golf courses uh, that pay via trade and the success they have on our platform, you you frankly uh, see golf courses get more eyeballs, and then therefore they sell more rounds of golf. That's because of promotional items, uh, and and so it's it's important for everybody on our team to help our client or our prospective client see all those different options and see the whole package and understand how the whole thing works together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we we work on that every day uh, just to make sure that the client understands all the different uh, value points that we deliver. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we're still, you know, we're, we're still focused on it and, and trying to figure it all out. We, you know, we do all, all offer multiple models. I, I think what's interesting is when you really dig into the data, which we tend to focus on, on be, being data-driven, what we find is that the, the, the golf course partners that have embraced trade as a method of payment tend to perform better. And Mike, I think you have some you know thoughts about that or examples as to why that is.
2: Yes, so the, the trade is, um, say, a, a prize uh, on the inventory page. It brings more interest to your page. And obviously that exposes more of your inventory uh, to more golfers. There's also uh, throw-off benefits, if you will. We know that trade golfers spend a good amount of money on food and beverage in the shop. Now, that's not anecdotal. that That's actually hard research that operators have conducted over one, two, three-year periods and uh, comparing Food and beverage purchases yep. uh, from the "quote unquote" trade golfer versus food and beverage purchases from uh, "quote unquote" the phone golfer. Uh, that story doesn't get a lot of exposure, probably in our industry, and that's fine. That that that's fine. But the data certainly certainly yep.
1: supports it. And then I think you, if you look at, I mean, some of the industry data that was just recently published. You look at the Tea Time Coalition survey, the report that came out. One of the statistics I think. Was, was either, you know, d- just just kind of not really referenced to or, or not uh, not really, in my opinion, highlighted the way it should have been when you really dug into it, and, and, and I won't quote the exact, exact statistic, but what that survey said more than anything were that courses that were working on trade terms with whoever their partner was, mm-hmm. not just Golf Now, it could have been anybody, were overwhelmingly – satisfied with it as a, as a method of payment and wanted to continue to do it. I want to say it was like 90% or more. Yeah. I, me- I remember that too. It was pretty hot. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, you, you heard Mike talk about how it, we, you know, we know that it stimulates activity. We know that there's incremental revenue driven at the golf course by those golfers. Uh, it's, it's budget friendly uh, in a variety of ways. It's operationally friendly, both for uh, us and the golf course, as, as I'm sure you can appreciate and we know that they prefer it when given a menu of different uh, methods to choose from to work with us. So it's, you know, we're, we're going to continue to work at it. We think when it's implemented, uh, you know, properly, which I would say, you know, within the guidelines that have been established by two of the major governing bodies in, in, in this uh, uh, as it relates to, to our business, uh, it works really well. And, and I would just say, you know, for someone maybe that's
2: not uh, really intimately involved in the industry and would hear this and say, well, what, what exactly are they talking about? Why would that even be? It's, it's really pretty straightforward. If you have a significant amount of inventory that doesn't sell each and every day, and you can leverage that inventory into receiving something for it. Well, that, that's pretty interesting. Right. And so, and, and uh, you know, by the way, uh, trading in the golf space and, and frankly, a lot of other spaces as well, trading in the golf space. Is not new to golf. Now we we've had for frankly decades uh, golf courses trading for uh, you know sidewalk repair or, oh, yeah. or, or uh, hey I need to get my roof replaced it, right. There's been uh, that that's happened in our industry for a long long time. It's it it I enjoy the fact that now operators can get really impactful technology. Uh, that that they use for decades and decades so. and service
0: too and services no, no, no yeah. question no question when you're replacing a body a headcount literally you know some, or somebody that they don't have that they need um, you're able to supply that that's right yeah. that's right awesome well gentlemen uh, thank you very much it's kind of come to the end of the podcast but I know I'm sure we could talk a lot more about uh, these great topics and and uh, and some others but uh, a good starting point and hopefully uh, uh, many more to come so thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks, Matt. Matt.